Some viewers may find the following disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. Welcome to Nostalgic Hour. Evan started out having a passion for multimedia. Just a young kid with a talent for audio. And it blew up beyond anyone's expectations. It has launched into Nostalgic Hour. Which means all discussion is uncensored as fuck. That's right. As fuck. going on america welcome 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 to episode five of the fucking nostalgic hour how are you how was your week appreciate you guys for tuning in um the last time we were on it's been about a week and a half i'd put, i'd say you know two weeks um but you know we had the holidays come up we had thanksgiving you know, I actually went out of town, you know, for an extended period of time, but here I am, back again at, you know, ready to rock and roll, ready to rock this shit out, you know what I'm saying? You know, as they say in fucking, uh, what's that fucking, can't remember that fucking, uh, Steve Carell and Seth Rogen fucking film, time to suck today's dick, right? Fuck em. What's up, America? How are you? We're about 28 days away from the end of this fucking year. What are your fucking thoughts for this year? Huh? Besides the fact that you tuned in to the Nostalgic Hour, really grateful for that. Appreciate you. The Nostalgic Hour is worth it. It really is. Episode 5. We've been on a two-week hiatus, but all for good reason. Of course, we had the holidays coming up. We had Thanksgiving. It's a time for giving. I was very giving. You know what I mean? Got somebody back on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, Christian, my man, back on the show for the third fucking time. And, uh. Um, it's good to be back, man. Hell yeah. You know, for the right reasons, too. You know, uh, the audience, you people, you love Christian. You love, you know, the, the things that he says. Hell, I do too. That's why he's back on the fucking nostalgic hour. That's why we got him back here. Crazy week, That's man. That's awesome, brother. Yeah, you know, you gotta keep it real. Oh, daily. You have to. Oh, yeah. Crazy fucking week, man. Crazy fucking week. Um, I told you about my fucking ticket thing that I got uh, a couple weeks ago, right right before the Thanksgiving break. Uh, you know, it's probably something that's enacted all across the states and stuff, but, uh, uh, you know, got pulled over. Not for speeding, America. Using a handheld fucking device. Now... I will challenge this shit. Why am I challenging this shit? Is because of the fact that I was not on a cellular device. This little fucking cop. I'm, I'm gonna just leave it at that. I'm not gonna, you know, cut this dude down. He's doing his job, but I feel like he was doing the wrong job on the wrong guy. You know what I mean? 
Anyways, needless to say, fucking ticket, caught me going 45 and a 45, which was okay, but he said from a distance, which is over 100 feet from where he pulled me over, threw those fucking lights on, there was no way in hell that he could have seen that I was on a fucking phone. So, America, life lesson learned, if you're going to be on your phone, keep it low. You're going to drink, keep it low. Keep it motherfucking you know, with low. that being said, you know, um, I vape on the way to work, and, um... If a cop was to look, he'd probably think I'm on a, I'm on my cell phone. Well, for those who don't know, I have a badass um, mod. You know, it's all digital, touch screen and stuff. Damn. And so, if when I'm hitting it, it can also seem like you know I'm on my phone when I'm not. But it, the good thing is, it has a setting where I can make the light go off. Yeah. Because that's the last thing I need to to happen is to get pulled over because well that is a handheld device technically um pretty much right and i'm sure it's just a matter of time dude before they say you know what you can't vape and drive at the same time it's gonna come it has to come i know it's gonna come because that's how they make money damn wow yeah well no, you're right about that. I, um, wow. You know, it's always something, man. You know, there, if there's a need, there, there has to be a want. In this case, more money for the county, you know, mm-hmm. which sucks. Yeah. It fucking sucks, but whatever. doesn't even matter. That was, that was, that was how I got my, two weeks ago, how my week got kind of fucked a little bit. And then, uh, of course, the week after the fact, I was doing some traveling over the holidays, like most people out there were for the holidays, going out there and seeing family and stuff. I mean, that's always good to catch that um, and be with family because that's a, that's the most important people in your life. You know, I'm, I would hope, but, you know, everybody's different. Didn't have time to fucking come over here and fucking check out my... I'm dealing with a rat issue, America. That's right. Fuck those little vermits, man. It pisses me off because I, you know, you can keep keep a clean house, keep everything fucking organized and clean. But when it comes down to it, dude, a rat is a rat, and a rat will fucking eat anything. It'll shit. It'll you know, and it creates fucking. There's viruses and things like that that these motherfuckers carry. Fuck yeah. So I'm I'm pissed, dude. I'm fucking pissed. But you know, for the right reasons, we're gonna get these little bastards out of here, and uh, it, it'll be a good. Good, uh, they actually chewed a hole through my fucking, through two little, underneath my sink, and then they chewed another hole, I believe, in my restroom. Well, that's where you need to set up your traps, and also they sell these little things, um, with the little red light, and it sends off, like, a signal, and so it, I don't know what it does, but it keeps, like, the roaches and just everything away. You might want to try it. They sell them, like, at Walmart. Um, they sell them in packs of like four or five, and uh, yeah, dude, you might want to try that. Hey, man, I was looking at some YouTube videos on how to kill rats, and they got some pretty fucking creative, you know, ways of killing these little motherfuckers. Like there was this one, um, there's one on the market actually that I was looking at trying to buy, and it's an uh-huh. electric shock. You shock these motherfuckers, and they die on spot like a death row chair. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. I don't know how much you, I think, I think they range anywhere between 20 and up, but, uh, yeah, I was thinking about buying that, but, you know, I don't want to cock something 
you know, to have these little motherfuckers stop entering, but if, if it, you know, if they're still here within the house, you know what I mean? I would, I would rather kill them than cock it up, but how do I know how many of these little motherfuckers are here, you know? Um, right. You know, I live in a townhome, man, so I, I, I share, you know, kind of like space a little bit, if you will, with multiple well, people. Yeah, you know, the plague back in the day, dude, rats, they don't joke around. Um, dude, you might have a couple hundred rats. Yeah, you're right. I may have a couple hundred rats. I mean, have you ever seen Ratatouille? I've never seen the motherfucking movie Ratatouille, but okay. I've seen the motherfucking Ratatouille, if that makes any fucking sense. Okay. But yeah, dude. Um, yeah, they multiply and reproduce. Yeah, like crazy. You wouldn't believe. So, um, yeah. I mean, you need to talk to your landlord um, and have them try to fix that shit. Well, check this out. So I, you know, um, it's kind of different. They're not your traditional townhomes. They're they're still leased by somebody. So I went out and I yeah. called Orville and I fucking told him, "Hey, look, not the popcorn company, okay." Fucking the fucking people that come over here and get the pest control shit under control, or so we think. Oh yeah. So these guys came. They were looking at the property. Some other dude comes out and was like, "Hey, uh, you know, I don't know what he said, but you know, I got word of it through word of mouth. What these guys told me when they came in my house, they were like, yeah, you know, your neighbor and you know, so and so unit, blah blah blah, has the same issue. He hears him at night. Okay. So I mean, it's not just me, bro. It's multiple other people too. But you know, it's that season. So when, now that you say that, then, dude, there's probably thousands of rats, my dude. I would probably think so, unless you got fucking, um, um fucking... like I said, you need to, um, like I said, I'll even come help you. Let's go scoop up a little stray, stray cat, you know, we'll save a life, and in return, you know, damn, she's gonna eat a bunch of rats, and, um, and, you know, it's a win-win. I'm trying to get a cat, man. I, you know, I was looking on Craigslist specifically for this purpose. and. Uh, oh, dude, that's awesome. Yeah, that's a good place to look. But some of them have prices on them. Like, you know, this one cat was trying to get rid of it for 10 bucks. You know, shots and everything. <laughs> I hey, mean, well, it's worth it, dude. I'd pay 10 bucks. I'd pay 10 bucks too. But I don't know, man. Yeah. Because they can't sell it to you, but, it, you know, they call it a rehoming fee. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. My uncle had a right. fucking baby kitty, and um, dude, he got uh, rid of it. He had it less than two months, and it was a baby kitten, bro. It was, he called it Tiger, and he yeah. kicked this motherfucker out because uh, apparently he ate like a dollar bill and a, like uh, uh, an actual bill of one of his, I don't know, that he has to pay, so he was pissed, so he kicked the fucking nigga out to the curb. <laughs> Sucks, man. You know what I mean? And I didn't think he yeah. knew what was going on here with what my situation is because he would have probably gave it to me, you know. But uh, it's just kind of, you know, it's frustrating, you know, because you got to get him, you got to, you know, introduce him to the house, you know. Um, I'd put him specifically in that kitchen area because that's where that rat's at or rats. Oh, yeah, and you can always quarantine that area, you know, block it off and stuff and put the litter box there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you should try that. Well, the office had their own third-party people that came over, and, dude, all they did was they put fucking, you know, ba your traditional rat traps. Well, that fucking rat flipped them over, dude. I don't know. He's... Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're smart, man. Yeah. 
So the little motherfucker did not, yeah, so I'm pissed. But I've been using these glue traps. I put them right where the holes are at, so I haven't had any activity yet, but when, once they do, they're going to be in for a fucking surprise. But uh, prior to this, I've grabbed the most, you know, this one that I bought, the ones that I have laid out right now are the stickiest of stickiest, man. I brought them at fucking Home Depot. I was looking, I was asking questions and shit, um, you know, but... I've had the fucking, you know, the glue traps and then didn't fucking work, man, you know? So I haven't had any success with that. Um, I also have underneath there, it's kind of like this little box. It's called, it's by Tomcat or, I don't know, I think it's called Tomcat is a brand name. Um, yeah, but Tomcat. It's a, I used to stock that, yeah. Shit, well, they have this little box and inside the box, it's kind of like a little maze and in it's that a maze. black box. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know which one I'm yeah, talking about? Yeah, I used to stock that. When, yeah, and, when you pick it up, it's like, I don't know. Yeah. It's, there's poison. Stop Hell yeah. There's poison in the inside of that motherfucker. So they go and they think they're going to get a tree and goo woo woo and then motherfucker gets, hopefully they die. But, you know, I've been hearing that they're immune to some of the poison as well. So we'll see, man. You know, it's all working. I'm kind of pissed because I, you know, this has prevented me from buying groceries in the mass amounts of 200 $300. You know, that's how much I drop weekly for some fucking groceries. Because I would rather do that than go out and spend money on food or something, you know? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It's just one of those things, I guess, but you have to get over it. Get a ton. Oh, yeah. Kill these motherfuckers. But I'm down for you to come over here and we'll go, you know, hit the streets of mean SA and grab a Hell fucking yeah. uh, cat. Kitty. All right. Already, man. We'll go out there and be like a dog catcher. Except we're going to be catching a cat. Fucking uh, the duck. The cat whisperer, and you know what I'm saying? And cats over there in San Antonio are ghetto, bro. I used to take my dog for a walk, and um, they wouldn't even move, bro. Well, a lot of them were bigger, too, than my dog. You know, I have a miniature pincher. He weighs nine pounds. But also, he wasn't interested in them either, so it was like a win-win situation. But yeah, man, them cats are ghetto, bro. They wouldn't even move. Fuck Rats, man. I'm so pissed right now. You know what I mean? I have to resort to That's getting a That's why we gotta get that cat, bro. Like Tom and Jerry, you know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. Classic. Classic. Fuck yeah. Classic. Anyway. Yes, sir. Chris, we got Christmas coming up, man. Uh, you know what that means. That that means more money being spent for unnecessary shit. Okay? And, uh, you know, I was looking at some of these uh, articles and stuff, you know, you know, mm -hmm. The weirdest Christmas gifts of 2017. Are you ready for this? Uh -huh. And these are fucking outrageous. You know what I mean? Like I would, I would never fucking. Oh wow. Okay. Anyway, so let's go down the list. I'll name about you know eight, nine, ten, whatever, and then we'll kind of talk about it as we go along. And then I got something else here uh, in plan. But uh, number one, number ten. Okay, you ready for this? Christmas tree costume. Now, you can imagine something like a paper type of fucking outfit that you put on and uh, your face is at the top of the tree. It's a fucking Christmas tree costume. Yeah, that's a stupid oh, fucking wow. gift. Wow. <laughs> Sweaters aren't enough to express their enjoyment of the holiday season. So here's a Christmas tree costume. Of course, an intervention might be more helpful. Wow. Anyway, there's uh, number nine, Rudolph Mankini. Now, you know what a bikini is. Can you picture a man wearing a Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer mankini, bro? That's all he's got. 
Chippendale style. With the blinking red light at the tip. The tip is on the cock. <laughs> the tip is on the cock, dude. Matter of fact, I might have to post this fucking photo up for this fifth episode image so people can fucking... It's his dude, two thumbs up. He's wearing a fucking mankini. And Rudolph, the red nose is on his cock, dude. This I will wear. This does not seem far-fetched. If I'm drunk... And I got and I'm entertaining some puss puss. Hey, I'm I'm grabbing the mankini. Most importantly, the Rudolph mankini. Right. How about this? I like this description. Rudolph the red nosed reindeer didn't go far enough in depicting the romance between Rudolph and Clarice. That's right. That's right. Somebody's dropping. Damn, you can see that nigga's gooch right here. That's terrible, bro. All right. <laughs> They got a uh, inflatable humping reindeer at number eight. Ho! Oh, you could imagine, you know, you go down your neighborhood and you see your 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 fucking neighbors with their thirty thousand dollar lights, and you you fucking wonder, damn, I wonder how much their electricity bills. Well, now next to that, you have the inflatables. But what makes Christmas more spiritual, Chris, than an inflatable? No, not just one, two, humping reindeers. Now, the male's on top of the female, as you can imagine. The male has no expression. The female has like a little, like a, they pin like a little dot on her mouth. So she's enjoying something. <laughs> Get it for Christmas. That's number eight. Nope. <sighs> wow, that sounds fucking outrageous. Uh, number seven, weed earrings. It's uh, pretty much earrings with a fucking little cocaine baggie with a little bit of gr you know it's it's that's fucking stupid i'm i'm not going to i'm not going to dive into that that's the most stupidest fucking thing uh number 6 uh triceratops taco holder it's a fucking triceratops and you put your fucking taco shell on there now who the fuck is going to want this shit i mean number n chris follow me here these are worst these are the 10 worst gifts to give someone right hell yeah but I mean, okay. Jesus Christ, why would anybody accept these gifts? You know what I mean? They're, they're, they're just so pointless, some of these things. But, uh, yeah, the Triceratops taco holder, you put the motherfucker on its back when you're, I don't know, when you're carrying a conversation, when you're really supposed to be fucking eating. You know what I mean? Your fucking hand gets heavy because you got a taco in your left hand. That is so fucking stupid. Wow. All right, number five. Let's see what we got here. Let's see what we got here. We've got fish sandals. Now, you can imagine... All right, a fish, and then coming out the mouth is the toes. You know what I mean? It's gutted, crazy. That's number five. That's that fish sandals. Two words you never realized sounded so good together until you read them just now. Fish sandals. Wow, that's pretty cool. Number four, a fake news necklace jewelry. It can be something that you get for the, your lovely lady. The most annoying phrase of the year is now a lair lat necklace. The lovely piece of jewelry looks sharp. Whether you're combing conspiracy websites looking for proof that Pizzagate really happened, it didn't. Or need something stylish to wear to the Trump rally. New, fake news necklace. It, it's it's kind of like your, uh, you know, it, it spells out fake news and it's a fucking necklace. Pretty fucking cool. I'll probably fucking buy that. Oh, wow. 
Number three, I don't know if this is not the one of the wrong, a naughty toy soldier costume, but you should see this woman that is wearing this fucking thing. It's like a sexy version of the Nutcracker. Why is this on this website? That's fucking hot. All right, number three. Let's see what we got here. How about this? Number three, the mom bag. You ready for this, Chris? It's a fanny pack, but the, but don't let the design fool you. It's here to celebrate the uh, celebrating motherhood effect. So you know, it's it's a fanny pack. It's shaped like a stomach, and on the stomach, it's it's beige. You know, your average white woman looking stomach, and then it has yeah. stretch marks on the motherfucker. So you can, you know, have a few drinks, go over to family and relatives, and, you know, let's say they caught the blind eye and they caught caught you, they might say, oh, man, God, are you expecting? That's crazy. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that was number three, the mom bag, for all your go-to mom motherly needs. Jesus Christ. Um, let's see here. Number two. Number two, a Santa flask. You know, it's a fucking stocking, and, uh, wow. It's a fucking flask, okay. Uh, I want to include this on here. Number two, the talking Donald Trump statue. That's a stupid fucking gift. You know, if, uh, if what you don't get on a regular, consistent basis on TV is not enough, everyone, it's the Donald Trump doll that spouts 17 of the trademark phrases he repeats all the time at his rallies. Give this to a Trump supporter at your own risk because they will keep pushing the button in order to push your buttons. Feel me? <laughs> Fuck them. That's number two. And finally, number one. Are you ready for this? Drum roll, drum roll, drum roll. The gunsticles. The gunsticles. One more fucking time. The gunsticles. Gunsticles are metal balls in the shape of testicles designed to be attached to a gun. Yeah, serves no fucking purpose whatsoever other than, number A, tell people that you have balls, right? And B, letting others at the gun range easily spot the fucking tool. Hey, like that little distraction, you know, when you were fucking in middle school or fucking high school and you people would say, hey, Chris, and you fucking look down and there was somebody doing the fucking eye with the three fingers and shit crazy when you said the balls i was thinking the ones that people put on the back of their trucks or something. yeah exactly but this one's attached to a gun it serves no purpose and an ak-47 at that for real because i mean who's going to be looking at it but yourself or let's say somebody breaks into your house and that's the last thing that they see so they chuckle and then they get shot in the fucking head by you okay well then that'd be funny but they're black balls. So, I mean, I don't know if you can see them at night. <laughs> Anyways, those are the 10 weirdest Christmas gifts of 2017. Uh -huh. Wow. Fucking nutty. Chris, how was your week, man? Tell me about your week. Anything interesting? Did you see John Sally at fucking your, uh, your job? No, but I saw a bunch of Spurs players today. And, nice. Um, Look, I'm not a Spurs fan, even though I live in Texas, and you know, that sounds bad. I mean, it's not that I'm not a fan, it's like, I don't dislike them or anything, but there was a bunch of them, because they were all like seven foot tall walking through the airport. Wow. I mean, if I would have seen, you know, 
somebody like Tim Duncan or, you know, somebody that I recognize, Tony Parker, you know. No, but these guys I didn't recognize, but they were all in Spurs uniforms and, you know. Um, uh, yeah, man, I, I didn't know who they were, so I, I, I didn't know what to, I didn't want to approach them, you know. Yeah. But it's cool, like, when I take my break, I just sit down and just, and just chill and just watch people, you know, going through the airport, because you see all types of different people, you know? Hell yeah. And it's like, I get 50 minutes of break, and so I just go and just sit down, bro, and, um, and I'm just chilling, just observing people just walk by because, like I said, there's so many different peoples from different countries and stuff. It's, I don't know, it's cool. Oh, man, I know. Hey, uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, Chris has a, a miniature uh, pincher dog. Um, you know, he's kennel certified. He has all these awards and shit. One of the top, top, top dogs. Real smart. Lovable as fuck. You know, will jump on you, lick you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. But, um, you know, uh, Chris just got a, uh, a new dog, and uh, we'll talk about that right now. I'm just reading this article uh, as it relates to dogs and, you know, cats, things like that. Um, mm-hmm. The first study to actually count the number of cortical neurons in the brains of number of carnivores, including cats and dogs, has found that dogs possess significantly more neurons than cats, raccoons, have as many neurons as a primate packed into a, the brain the size of a cat's, and bears have the same number of neurons as a cat packed into a much larger brain. So, which is smarter? It turns out dogs are smarter. Yes, yes. Diversity smarter is enormous. What you think they are. Absolutely. Raccoons are not your typical carnivorean. Uh, they have a fairly small brain, but they have as many neurons as you would expect to find in a primate. That's a, That's pretty fucking interesting. And that's a lot of neurons. Um, yeah, you know, the brain is the most expensive organ in the body. And um, wow, you know, it keeps us, you know, keeps us going and that kind of thing. Crazy, man. Crazy, crazy studies. That was on sciencedaily.com. You can check that out. I'm sure you can pull it up. But I like those little and, you fucking... know, I always thought, you know, um, the s- smaller the brain, the less smarter you're going to be. You know, like, let's say, you know, with. A chihuahua or a miniature pincher or, you know, something small. Yeah. And then you have your bigger dogs, your Rottweilers, your pit bulls, your mastiffs, your German shepherds, and they have a bigger head, bigger brain. So um, wouldn't that tell you that they should be smarter or they would be smarter? You know, the bigger the brain, like I said, I mean, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Yeah. No, you're right. Um, tell us, tell us about your dog, man. Uh, you just My paid dog, about a man, bill for I your dog. I just recently, um, picked up this, uh, German Shepherd. And, um, you know, I've always wanted a intelligent dog. And I ended up picking a female over a male. Um, she reminds me of a big bear, especially when I'm like laying down and, she wants to be all affectionate and, and cuddle with me and lay across my chest. And, you know, I look at her and it's like, you know, she's a big bear. And, um, but no, she's super smart. Um, I take her for a walk with my minkin. I have my minkin on a leash. She has no leash. 
and she walks, you know, um, right next to me. Um, the dog, I don't know, I guess we already developed this bond, but, um, you know, the other day I was taking a shower before I went to work, you know, she looks in there and I'm telling her, no girl, don't do it. You know, well, next thing you know, you know, I'm washing the soap, the shampoo out of my hair and she's in there with me. I'm like, Oh my God, girl. Wow. I was like, that's a little too much, you know? Yeah. But it just shows, you know, she's loyal. Um, but I do like that Chris Brown song, you know, these hoes ain't loyal. Yeah. <laughs> I know you like that. I love that song, but my bitch Mary Jane, though, she's loyal, bro. And for those of you that don't know, he's not talking about any sort of trees or cannabis or anything like that. None of that. He's talking about his actual dog is named Mary Jane. Yes. I named her Mary Jane because that's an awesome name. Um, my grandma asked me, what's her name? You know, I was like, "Who's Mary Jane?" She's like, "Oh, wow, what a beautiful name!" You know, and so she calls her Mary. <laughs> I like that. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I just figured it'd be a good name for her. Um, the original owners had named her Princess because they were going to keep her and um, breed her again because her colors are awesome. Um, so I decided to keep the princess at the beginning, Princess Mary Jane. But then I also need a third name as well to go with it. Because you got your first name, your middle name, and your last name. Well, I mean, she's always going to have my last name. But, you know, I like to keep it interesting. Like, my miniature pincher, his name is Leonardo. But his show name is The Boss Hog. You know, because he's from Texas. And so I need to come up with a cool, creative name for her also when I fill out these papers that I got to submit to the AKC. Hey, the motherfucking AKC. You know what I'm saying? And not just any dog can can register with the AKC, Christian. You know, I wanted to... Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They're one of the best um, clubs out there. Um, the AKC um, show is... It's badass when they have, you know, their little show and they have all the dogs. I mean, all those dogs are, are nice, you know? Hell yeah. Hell the fuck yeah. But yeah, I'm, so far, like I said, I'm really um, happy with my investment. She's, you know, she's great, you know. She plays with my Nintin. He hasn't had a playmate in forever, so... Badass. You know. Yeah, dude, that's fucking. But yeah, man, she's cool. That's cool. Um, yeah, that, that's that's what you want. You know, you want to be happy. You know, you you um, that is fucking awesome, brother. Um, you know, especially to get your little man a little fucking little play playboy. You know, what I'm saying, hang out with, chill <laughs> with. Um, yeah, that's fucking awesome. My dog Leonardo, he likes them BBW, so. She's just she's gonna be perfect for him. Hold on a second. He likes BBWs now. What now? For some people that don't know what that means out there, BBWs are big, beautiful women. Big, beautiful women, right? So that's what she's gonna be. She's gonna be a big, beautiful woman. 
I don't mind it. Sometimes. I mean, I can already see her, see him eyeing her, you know, eyeballing her. You know, when it comes down to big, beautiful women, Chris, do you feel like, you know, bigger women are not prone to cheating? Like, they'll always stick stick with you? Is that why? What's your thought um, on that? I, I've always thought about that, know. you know? Because uh, really? I've been with a few bigger women, you know what I mean? And uh, they have a pretty face. And I love them. Especially during the winter season, it's, it's lovely. Why do you say that? Is it because of the Uggs? Is it because of the fact that More they're wearing... More love and, you know... Um... You know, just, you need that. You, you know, need you can, that. Oh, I like that. That should be a, put on a fucking shirt. I like that nasty shit. Yeah, like, you don't have to, you know, be under so many covers. All you gotta do is just, you know, just be next to that lady, that BBW. That BBW, huh? Yeah. Fuck. I like that nasty shit. Keep, keep, <laughs> keep a nigga warm, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, just a t-shirt, you know. Wow. That's it. I like, uh, this is kind of weird, I like, you know, you know, I've, I fucked the BB dead, but I like holding their stomach as I'm fucking. Uh, is that fucked up? Is that weird? No, I mean, hey, shit, if it works, bro, right? it gets the job done. Man. I just want to see if I'm going to be able to penetrate through their stomach, you know what I mean? So I'm <laughs> trying to, trying to like, kind of like one of those fucking, um, what do you call it when you look for a kid, uh, sonograph or monitor? Fucking, yeah, sonograph. Yeah, but I'm but I'm doing it naturally, man made with my cock. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh man. Anyway, that's wild, bro. It is wild, man. Another wild story. An opossum, a possum, breaks into a liquor store and gets drunk as a skunk. Are you ready for this? Uh, a yeah. possum that apparently drank bourbon after breaking into a Florida liquor store sobered up at a wildlife rescue center and was and released unharmed. Okay. It says, uh, they say the possum was brought in by a Fort Walton Beach police, uh, Florida police officer. And on November 24th, a liquor store employee found the animal next to a broken and empty bottle of bourbon. (laughs) Dang, so he was drinking some good shit. Brother. Like, normally if I go to the liquor store, that's what I'm getting, um, you know, some bourbon. So, man, do you have this dude's, um, info? Can I Facebook this raccoon or... What, man? It's probably a celebrity right like now. Hell yeah. Well, you know, Chris, <laughs> I go back to saying, man, I mean, I don't know if we had this discussion on air, but well, I mean, I'm going to talk about it right now. I mean, I believe in reincarnation. What if this guy was uh-huh. one of the one of the niggas on the streets that got shot, you know what I mean? And he was just kind of venturing yeah. off and decided to go and get fucked up. But yeah. his life now is a possum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Only to be castrated by... Oh, you said a possum. Possum. The opossum is what they're... Okay. Yeah. They have a different scientific name, but, you know, they go by opossum, possums. You know, those motherfuckers uh-huh. that you see in your fucking backyard, they look at you and they hiss. <sighs> yeah. Those motherfuckers. That motherfucker got drunk as a skunk. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Crazy, man. Crazy. Crazy! <laughs> oh, that's awesome, though, man. That's, uh... Very cool about the dog. Uh, in other news, I'm sure you heard about it this week. Uh, Matt Lauer uh, getting fired from NBC News. Um, Some sexual shit he did, right? Yeah. This guy would have, apparently, according to colleagues, this guy would have dildos um, in his, uh, like, sex toys in his office, and people would look at him and they would ask him, well, what is he doing? 
what are you doing with these? And he'd be like, oh, they're fucking gifts. Why would you keep sex toys in your fucking office? This well, guy's a he, fucking freak, dude. Is he, a, is he a homosexual or is he straight? He looks, or, you know, he looks like a homosexual. references? Well, he, well, I mean, looks can be one thing, right? He looks like a homosexual, but his 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 okay. his his uh his wife is from the Netherlands, and uh, okay. uh, before okay. all this shit popped off, she was living in um, what's what's the fucking Hamptons, one of the fucking richest areas in you know in New York. Yeah. So now this wow. bitch is going back to the Netherlands. She's filing for divorce. This guy lost his job. Oh, shit. And, uh, you know, I mean, the, the next thing that, you know, is on this guy's plate would be suicide. I mean, come on. that, that it, There's all the telltale signs for suicide. But anyway, um, I'm going to play a fucking video. This is Matt Lauer off air when they're, you know, during commercial break. And he tells Meredith Vieira to keep bending over because that's a good position. All right? These are just crosstalks, and I'll meet you outside. Bye. 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 sweater. Keep bending over like that. It's a nice view. Keep bending over like that. It's a nice view. Keep bending over like that. It's a nice view. Keep bending over like that. It's a nice view. Dude, this guy kept a straight fucking face throughout that whole shit. Like, he was not fucking around. Like, you should keep that, like, oh, man. That's like that creepy uncle. That fucking... That creepy uncle, dude, that's so funny, man. I can relate with, with this guy, kind of, you know, because... Wow. Um, you know, I work in the kitchen and stuff, and, um, you know, I got music playing, and today my coworker was like, hey, um... You know, play something more upbeat because I was playing like some Al Green and some Marvin, and so I was like, "Well, fuck it then." You know, I put out some Two Chains. Oh and then fuck! Just started, no. You know, playing you know just random songs, and then you know a couple you know booty songs you know came on, and you know she started doing her thing, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I was like, "Um." I was like, I can't even cook right now. I'm just going to sit back and watch. And wow. so I guess I'm kind of a pervert too, like Matt Lauer in a way. And so, um, but no, it's like, um, you know, there's some sexual tension at work, but it's not like, like this dude, I guess, the way he was um, going to it. Sexual tension. I like that. Right. Sexual tension is needed. I mean, we're, we're, we're always going to have it. I mean, Right. Yeah, and then yeah. you said something about an uncle, and there's this guy that works there, and he really likes my coworker, and, and she tries to tell him, you know, uncle, you know, like, wow. like you were saying, like that creeper uncle, dude. So, like, oh, everything you just said right now just uh, played into my work day today, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking crazy, man. Fucking crazy, man. Wow. Um. Wow, dude. Fucking nuts. Fucking nuts, man. Um, speaking of whiskey, um, there's a story on how the the, the long lost story. 
There's a slave who taught Jack Daniel how to make whiskey. Pretty interesting stuff. Maybe we should play the fucking article. There is no mystery about what goes into Jack Daniel's whiskey. The popular drink has been around for 151 years, and its recipe is on the company's website. But a story about how Jack Daniel began his distillery is only now gaining traction. Michelle Miller traveled to Tennessee to learn how a man named Nearest Green help make the brand a household name. Michelle, good morning. Good morning. You seem to know a lot about whiskey. I do know a Uh-oh. Well, good morning. Well, some of the first clues about Nearest Green were in Jack Daniels' official biography published back in 1967. Green was mentioned in this book about 50 times. Then his name seemed to disappear until one woman helped discover the truth at the heart of how Jack Daniel came to make whiskey. It's important to set the record straight because anyone who accomplished something like Nearest did should be honored. What Nearest Green, a slave, did was teach Jack Daniel how to make whiskey. It was on the cover of the New York Times International Edition. It was possible that an African-American was behind Jack Daniels. And it's never been spoken about until now. For author Fawn Weaver, finding the proof of Green's legacy has become a passion bordering on obsession. This is my research room. Over the past year, Weaver's collected a library of documents, letters, and pictures, hoping to parse the truth from folklore. Finally, one of the elders in the community, and she says, well, you know, his name wasn't really nearest. nearest. Well, his name was Nathan, and he's from Maryland. The oldest letter here is from 1898. After digging for over 2,500 hours and speaking to more than 100 relatives, it started to come together. I got so excited. <laughs> Debbie Staples, a great-granddaughter of Green's, had heard the tales of whiskey from her grandmother. I knew she had... No reason to make up a story like that. In the late 1850s, Jack Daniel, an orphan, started working for a wealthy landowner and whiskey distiller named Dan Call. This is where Jack Daniel grew up. Okay. Call teamed Daniel with Green, one of his slaves, and his main whiskey man. And then after slavery, he started his own company, and the person he went to first was his mentor. And he did not see race as a barrier. She began pulling out all this research. Weaver soon found evidence in black and white. A 1972 article in the Tennessee Historical Quarterly listed Nearest Green as Jack Daniels' first head distiller. Mark McCallum is the president of Jack Daniels Brands. When we've known and understood the weight of this story. All I can offer is anything we can do to continue to honor the name of Nearest, we will do. The company first acknowledged Green as Jack Daniels' mentor last year. There was an enormous amount of blowback. Such as? It ranged from some very positive commentary on the story to some very vitriolic. It was a very tense time in America as well. It was then we were into that month or two leading up to the U.S. presidential election. But I thought the last thing that America needed at that time was for Jack Daniel to come out again after all this commentary and raise up this story again. People had been saying this for a very long time, but there was not one shred of proof. And so if you have a story 
that you know will be controversial because most people don't listen to the whole story. What do they hear? I immediately, Jack Daniel had slaves. By all accounts, he did not. It is believed that Daniel opened his distillery in 1866, a year after the 13th Amendment abolished slavery. And working with Daniel helped to make Green and his children wealthier than many of their white neighbors. These are our master distillers. Today, Green is mentioned in tours of the distillery. That's Jack Daniel himself, and this is his crew back in the early 1900s. There's no known photograph of Nearest Green. But this is his son, George, sitting right next to Jack Daniel at a time when black employees were often relegated to the back. Three living green descendants still work at the distillery, including Staples. It means a lot to me to know that now the world will know our country is divided. I know there's a lot of hate going, but you know, to be in the South and to have a relationship with um, someone that you would think that would never happen. Despite the deep racial divides of the American South in the 19th century, an improbable friendship brewed, one at the heart of a quintessentially American brand. For me, this project ends when I can go anywhere around the world and say near screen and people know who he is. I have never lived in this type of climate of race. And when I look at this story, this is the one story that's given me hope through everything else. Weaver hopes to honor Green's legacy by building a memorial park, republishing Jack Daniel's biography, and then creating this new whiskey. It's called Uncle Nearest, and the proceeds will go toward a scholarship fund for, the Green, uh, for Green's living descendants and to support the Nearest Green Foundation's various efforts. There is so much about that relationship between these two men that just astounded me. And one of the things that came out of this story was how Jack Daniel treated his black and white um, workers, mm -hmm. and he paid them essentially, according to Fawn Weaver and according to the distillery, he paid them the same wage for the same work. Wow! And back it was, then, yes, back then, that and it was based on tenure. Wow! How long you had been with the company? I so admire Fawn Weaver. I'm thinking, boy, you need an investigation. We need to call her with the pretty eyes. I know well, all she, the work that she's done. That's she, an amazing she's story. A, she's a passionate young woman. Yeah, I no see wonder that. her dad was the author of Love Child from Motown. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Can you believe that? Yeah. Such an incredible, an incredible story. So incredible. Can you buy this? Is this available? Uh, yes, it is. It yeah, is right. available. So yeah. go out and take us. She's terrific. What we learned from spending right time there, with history. Right yeah. Terrific. Thank you, Michelle, yeah, was for great. that story. Really, really, really beautifully done. Thank you. Damn, that girl's fine, the one that just talked right now. But uh, yeah, man, pretty, pretty, pretty fucking news to me. I had no idea. I thought Jack Daniels was hey, the Hey, why don't you find that out? Um, that's awesome, bro. Like, I can see a movie, you know, being made of, you know, out of this story. You know, Will Smith and Matt Damon right there. Fuck Will Smith. But uh, that was on CBS <laughs> News. CBS News, sir. That's awesome, bro. I right? Mean, yeah, dude. I mean. That's crazy, oh, man. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's a good story right there, man. Pretty crazy shit. Pretty crazy shit, man. Um, awesome, dude. I, I, you know, I, that's badass for the, you know, Jack Daniel family to be like, yeah, you know, of course, you know, yeah, you know, he had a big influence on, you know. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, because a lot of people be like, no, no, I don't know who this guy is. No, he didn't give us the recipe. Tell me about it. But, yeah, man, that's pretty cool on the Jack Daniel family. Um, Jack. But now I'm interested in trying out this bottle that they're going to be producing. Yeah. This guy's name, you know. It's called 1852, and it's, uh, yeah. Oh, wow. They probably got it at Specs, don't they? I'm probably going to check that shit out. Yeah, dude, I'm going to, you know, give it a try, you know, just to support the foundation. I'm going to try to get my hands on this. Oh, here it is. Here it is, right here. I think it, I think I found it. I think I found it. It's called, yeah, Uncle Nearest 1856 Premium Whiskey. Okay. Um, and it has the Jack Daniels label on it too. It does not. Oh, really? Um, what? Mm, I mean, I'm sure somewhere on there it has to have Jack. No, sir, it does not. Fifty nine ninety five. That's not bad, bro. Do they got it at Specs? I don't know. I'm looking at the cocktailenthusiast.com. I'm, I'm, okay, I'm so it's to, out there on the market then. Hopefully it is. I'm thinking okay, about buying cool. it. Well, I'm off tomorrow, so I might just go buy and, you know, pick up a bottle of that. Shit, maybe we need to go out there and check it out ourselves if, if you're down. <laughs> I'm oh, off yeah. tomorrow as well, so it'll be it'll be great. We can listen to the podcast and go get some fucking bourbon and chill with it. So uh, we were trying to get uh, this young emerging artist who uh, Chris happens to know. He, he uh, has uh, trying. He's trying to get her acclimated to uh, some of the things that we have here with Indomitable Records, things of that nature. Uh, we were supposed to do a podcast yesterday, and uh, which was uh, the third, December third, but um, you know, due to certain time restraints, things of that nature, we weren't able to do it. But this young artist, Asia, is her name. Uh, she, she's, she's an artiste, you know what I mean? And I'll let Christian talk about her for a second, um, and what she brings to the table. I've heard a demo. I don't, I'm not too sure if this guy wants to play the demo. Um, you know, but, uh, she's got some talent, man. One of those up and coming, up and coming female MCs. So, um, I'll let, I'll turn it away to Chris and, uh, Chris, man, how did, how did you find out about Asia? Man, Asian. All right. So, like I said, um, I work at the airport. You know, I'm a chef over there. And um, uh, one day, Asia, she's actually, she works on the register, but um, we were shorthanded that day. And she was like, hey, bro, do you want me to help you, you know, roll some tacos or something? And I was like, yeah, man, that'd be, you know, that'd be cool, you know? And so, you know, she comes back there, you know, I always bring my, um, one of my Bluetooth speakers with me, so, you know, we're back there jamming out, listening to some music, and then, um, you know, I tell her, I was like, hey, hook up, hook up my, hook up your phone to my Bluetooth, to my speaker, you know, so, you know, we can jam out to what you want to listen to, and, um, yeah, at first we were listening to a lot of, like, Kevin Gates and stuff, and then, um, and the next thing you know, I hear someone that I've never heard before, and I was like, oh, shit, who's that, you know? And um, she's like, that's me, bro. Wow. I'm like, what? Wow. I, mean, I was blown away, because there was, like, chorus, there was 
I was like, well, who's on the chorus? And she's like, that's me. I was like, damn. When she told me that, I was like, I know this girl has mad talent because she's doing all the parts for her song. And, um, yeah, so we hit it off. We hit it off great that day. So I was like, man, you know, let's go take a break. You know, when we take a break, let's go, you know what I'm saying? What does that mean? Let's go get lit. Okay. Yeah. So, so you smoked cannabis. Yeah, so we, you know, we took our break and, yeah, you know, I had her introduce us to that cannabis and, yeah, she loved it, man. She's like, man, I feel like I smoked half a real loaf. I was like, man, with this shit that I got, you know, all you gotta do is just take a hit or two of this, you know. I always got that one hit or quitter, and, you know, I don't, I don't mess with that Reggie Bush. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, um, anyway, so, man, this girl is super cool, bro, like, like, she sent me, like, a couple different tracks to my email, and I was listening to them, and I was just, I don't know, it it sounded right to me, and like I said, there's not too many female um, artists that that I like or that right. that are up and coming, you know, Nikki, I like Nikki. Nikki Minaj, she's one of my favorite female rappers because she's just nasty and um, um, I, I just like listening to her. Um, you know, when she comes on featured, you know, like on Yo Gotti, you know, or something like she, I don't know, I like the way she freestyles, but um, yeah, this girl Asia, which actually she goes by um, Trends. Um, she's from Cleveland, and like I said, hopefully next podcast we can have her on the show, so you know you can listen to her one on one. But um, we might have um, to do that she's next cool. show. It's cool, really cool. You guys are gonna love her. Asia. Yeah, and I don't know if you if you want to play a little bit of her stuff or if you can. Yeah, we can play it. Um, what is uh, that's right, trends? Okay. Yeah. Oh, there's there there oh, she yeah, is. No. There she know. is, Drew Nicka. Drew Nicka. Damn. Okay. Well, let's. Uh, there's cash flow. Uh, there's twerking all all that ass. Waiting by B. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and play. I'm gonna go ahead and play one for you. Here's Wait, uh, which ones did you say, my dude? Uh, Trend bitch, we gotta rock featuring D. We've got uh-huh. Trend and Cash Flow, uh, Studio Venting. Uh, Do the Studio Venting, I think. Yeah, try stu- that one. Okay. Or what's the other one you got? What's the other one? Uh, Trend and Cash Flow, Demi. Featuring Trend, um, PTSD featuring Turn Up J. No, 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 just play one with her. Um, I think it was one of the first ones you mentioned, bro. All right, there's Studio Venting. Yeah, yeah, that one. Let's do that one. All right, for those of you, next week we will have this artist hopefully on our show. She goes and by. signed and delivered, bro. Yo, and we ain't fucking uh, Stevie Wonder. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> signed, still delivered, I'm yours. 
Here is Asia. She goes by Trin. The song is called Studio Venting. Let's check this shit out. SoundCloud.com slash Drew, that's D-R-E-W-N-I-C-C-A. More to come in 2018. Hey, are you ready for it? It's going to be something 
unbelievable, unstoppable. It's going to be nice. And my man Christian is on top of it. He's discovering gold. He's he's like the A&R. Man, we're going platinum with this one, my dude. Like, I want to be more involved. Um, she has so much talent that, you know, I want to be there for her. Yeah. That's awesome. That's dude, awesome. She's going to take off, my dude, that she has so much talent. I like that. Hey. Like that song right there, dude. I, I don't know, but dude, I like that song right there. You know. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of that Schoolboy Q, but she kind of took it and rocked it. Yeah, and then she has that, you know, like the brat from the '90s hook going on a little bit, but then she has her own style too. And dude, her chorus and shit, man, dude, she's on point, bro. Bring back the brat. Damn. No, but uh, somebody might take her spot, and it might be Young Asia. So definitely, definitely excited for. Uh, not that it will. It it, it is going to happen. So I'm oh, excited. Yeah. Uh, more things to come for Indomitable Records. Um, and oh uh, yeah, dude, this just going to take off. 2018, my dude. I mean, I didn't know if that was the date that you had picked, but um, for sure, um, with this artist that. We're about to sign right here. Um, dude, we're going to blow up. Um, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to call you we're over and be, be like... on shows, bro. Yeah. I'm going to call you and be like, Hey, Chris, I'm down the street I'm in my new mansion in Austin. I need you to come down here. You'd be like, All right, cool. You live down the block from me in another mansion. That's, <laughs> that's how it's going to be. Hell yeah. I'm excited, man. Uh, definitely more possibilities. Uh, you know, what we're trying to do is we're trying to get uh, a YouTube channel. And uh, we're working through this app. It's called <clears throat> Short Series, I believe it's called. And what it is is we will be doing a season. Uh, it's, a, it's our initiation into it. It's, it's kind of like a rough draft. It's a pilot episode. But it's a series that we're planning to do. It only... Every single episode is 10 minutes long, dude. It's a, it's a concept. 10 minutes long per episode. So it's kind of like you can watch it on the go. You can watch it on the fly. It's not using your bandwidth. And it's high definition. It's good acting. Um, and uh, it's, it's sponsored by Willful Concepts and Indomitable Records because that's what we are. We're bringing more to the table in 2018. And uh, it's all about that iRecords media, baby. So... I'm excited, man. Um, this is a segment called What's On Your Mind? What's on your mind, Ryan? What's on your mind, Christian? We'll have random thoughts, and then we'll kind of discuss there, and then uh, we'll see what we got next week. And, uh, man. Yeah, we'll keep it interesting, you know what I'm saying? Um, did that last um, subject, though, that we, we talked upon um, with, uh, Neris Green, I mean, that was awesome, bro. I, didn't, I had no idea about that. And now I need to go do some more research on my own, you know. Um, and like I said, I will buy a bottle because it goes to his proceeds. So, um, no, that was some badass information that I didn't know about, you know what I'm saying? So that's what we do here on this show. We keep you informed. We let you know what's going on. That's right. And we keep it real. That's 100. right. For those of you trying to figure out where to buy this whiskey, what it's called, it's called Uncle Nearest. It's near, N-E-A-R-E-S-T. 
1856. It's Uncle Nearest 1856 Premium Whiskey, and it retails for about 55 bucks. They have it in 750 mLs. They also have it in the uh, liter. You can check it out. I'm definitely going to pick up one. I don't give a fuck if I'm paying 55 bucks for a 750 ml. It's worth it. It's very cool. Like like you said, we bring up these badass articles to make you think. And uh, yeah, man, you know, I mean, it's, uh, you know, always got to support the cause. Um, you know, right. what makes this unique, obviously, from the story is, uh, um, you know, it, it's, uh, it's produced with sugar maple charcoal. So, and then it's aged for an unspecified amount in uh, new American oak barrel. So, what's on my mind? I need a haircut. Fuck. What the fuck is going on with my haircut? Why does it have to be December? Why can't it be June and I can go with that bald fade again? You know, sometimes people ask me, you know, hey, you know, where do you where do you get your stuff, these haircuts and stuff? And I go, well, you know, it's really not how I'm feeling. I'm always that exact opposite. Everybody has fucking dreadlocks. I'm going to be bald. You know what I mean? Everyone's bald when they have dreadlocks. You know what I mean? I'm that type of dude, man. You know, I, I uh, but you have dude, to switch I'm, it up. I'm that type of guy. I used to be right there with you, my dude, going every Friday, getting fresh ball fade. Um, you know, I would get lines and stuff in my hair. And, I mean, the shit was fresh, but, um, damn, you know, it got expensive after a while. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and grow this shit out hair, beard, and everything. Like, my grandma tried to call me out. She's like, what's wrong? What's up with the long hair and the beard? And I was like, well, Jesus Christ had the same thing. <laughs> and, um, since then, she's never said anything else about, you know, hair and beard. And now, you know, my hair goes halfway down to my back. You know, I got that shit cornrowed. Damn. Cornrows, bro. That's blessed. So, Stay blessed. Yeah, dude. I like that, man. Yeah, um, like, I don't know if we can post some pictures on this podcast, but I'd like to post some about my dog and, you know, some of the stuff that we talk about. But we'll figure it out. Hell yeah. We What we might do is we, is we might make a uh, Nostalgic Hour official Instagram, Twitter, Facebook so we can start posting oh, shit on that. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So, um, yeah, we. it might come tonight. It may come by the next time, next week, while we're doing this podcast. It's a special edition podcast. Um, going yeah. a little bu- ab- ab- above and beyond, if you will. Normally, we're about an hour for each podcast. This one's a little, you know, an hour, 30 minutes. We're giving a little bit of extra oomph to it. Um, yeah, man, yeah, for sure. We missed out on a couple weeks. You oh, know what I'm saying? fucking, yeah, dude. Um, I don't know if yeah. you noticed... Uh, when we post something, we, we go up on the Podomatic website, and it's not just on the Podomatic website, it's on iTunes, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's everybody okay. downloading the fucking podcast is what makes, really makes a difference, but, um, right. I'm fucking excited, man, uh, you know, we're, I think, I last looked at it, we're 2113, I, I, I think when we posted our last episode, we were 2152, so, even though we don't have a new episode up, it's like people keep streaming the shit, or downloading it, well, and, well, that's cool, man. I mean, we talk about different subjects on this show, and we keep it real. Like I said, we exactly that's dude. You took the words out of my mouth. But like I said, we keep it real. We keep it one hundred. Um, there's no, there's no bullshit in here. You know, um, there's no reason to. I mean, it's 
you know, honesty is the best policy. So, you know, I like to keep it 100 always. Oh, yeah. Another thing that's on my mind is uh, it's it's official. It's done. My fantasy football season is over. Gone with the wind. I'm no longer, I did not make the playoffs, and I will no longer continue. I've lost 100 bucks, but it's all good. We all yeah. lose a hundred bucks. Some, some down the road, either through gambling, sex, drugs. Yeah. I lost at gambling, and doing something that I love to watch and fucking do and play football. I don't play football, but I like watching football. I don't want to get injured. Respect the guys that fucking do do their thing on the gridiron. But um, <laughs> next year, I'm thinking about doing a uh, fantasy football, the nostalgic hour edition. You know what I mean? Get some people together. Maybe we can throw something on a fucking ESPN app, and maybe make like a title. For the winner, you know what I mean. I forget it. Never mind. But no, I totally feel you. Yeah, start up. You know, like a fantasy football league. Hey, dude, fifty bucks, man, and fifty bucks for each person is gonna pay for that fucking. I'm gonna get a uh, like an actual medal, world title belt, like for fantasy football, so the winner will get it. Yeah. Awesome. Fucking with you know, it's real gold or fucking, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. A $200 fucking belt. It'd be worth it, man. You can show your fucking right. people. But, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much what's on my mind. Um, Chris, you got anything else to say? What's what's on your mind, bro? But man, dude, I think we've covered, you know, everything. Um, what's pissing you off? There has to be something that's pissing you off. Nothing. Pissing me off? Oh, man. Well, like today, um, I came into work and... The lights were completely off in the restaurant where I work at, and I'm like, what's going on here, you know? Well, one of the cooks called out, and um, I'm behind her, so, um, like, I'm second in command, so I know a lot of what she knows, and then I know what I know, so... Yeah, normally we open up for business at 4.30, and so since this lady called out on me, um, we didn't open up for business until 6. And so, yeah, today was a little stressful, and, and yeah, it did piss me off a little bit. But, you know, I was able to work through it, and um, it just made me look that much better that I'm doing the job that two people, three people are supposed to be doing. Yeah. But no, dude, I'm just completely worn out today. Um, yeah, dude, um, stay kick my ass, bro. Chris is a hard worker, and then, you know, he had to sacrifice getting some of his time out here to get on this podcast, so I really do appreciate you uh, taking the time out to do that, my man. I, you know, goes without saying. Appreciate you. Um, Always, my dude. Hell yeah. I like speaking out to the audience and, you know, expressing my thoughts and, you know, like I said, we keep it 100 on this show, you know what I'm saying? Hell yeah, absolutely. Man, what a fucking show it's been. Ladies and gentlemen, it is episode 5 of the Nostalgic Hour. Um, we'll be back next week. We got episode 6 coming up. Hopefully we got Young Asia on the show. Uh, but in the meantime, yeah. do do yourself a couple of things this week, okay? To finish off this strong fucking week. Number one, I need you to go out there and check for the Uncle Nearest 1856 Premium Whiskey. All right, you can find that at Specs. You can find that probably at Specs or maybe at Total Wine. Oh man, let me just say something about this. I went to Total Wine 
that Total Wine Place or whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, I'm sure they have it in Austin too. Man, this is like Costco for wine and alcohol, dude. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh, it's called Total Wine and More. I'm sure you heard about it. Well, I mean, speaking of Costco, my dude, like, you don't have to have a membership to buy alcohol at the uh, Costco store to the left of it, where they just sell liquor and and wine. Yeah, which I thought was pretty cool, because, I mean, you walk in there, you can get some badass deals for really cheap. I'm thinking about hitting that place up. I don't know if they would carry this Uncle Nearest, though. They have to, man. They carry it. Yeah, man. Yeah, I bet you they do. Wow. Crazy, man. I was looking for this uh, one particular beer called Chang Beer. It's a Chinese mm-hmm. beer. And uh, it's made from all natural ingredients. I found it at this Asian place and fell in love with it. Can't find it nowhere. Specs. Fucking oh, dude at okay. Specs. I asked the fucking manager there. He fucking looked at me like I had four heads. Like. But, and the... Uh... Alcohol volume, do you know what it is, or the percentage? Uh, it's 5% per bottle. 5 per, okay. It's not bad. No, like me, personally, I like this Austin beer. It's called Stash. Oh, and, the IPA, um, Stash, hell yeah. Yeah, that stuff, and it's like 6.8 or something ridiculous like that. And, Fuck. Um, I don't know, but it's delicious, and it's like, you know, if I'm, you know, if I want to get a beer, a good beer, that's probably what I'm gonna go buy, and it's like eleven bucks for a six pack of some cans, but I mean, it's delicious. Wow. So yeah, that's my beer choice for right now. Before I used to go with the red stripe all day, but now I. Got hooked onto that Austin beer stash. Good stuff. Brewed here in Austin, so, you know, I gotta support Austin. Hell yeah. And another thing on that subject, my dude, um, I went to PetSmart here in South Park Meadows where I live, and um, this guy, he fell in love with my dog, an associate that worked there, and um, you know, I'm like telling him I'm trying to get some really good food for her. And, you know, he takes me to the dog food that he feeds his dog. You know, it's called Nulu, I think. N U L O or N U L E. I don't know. But the stuff was made here in Austin. Wow. And, like, the first ingredient is, like, deboned chicken and then chicken. Wow. So. I mean, if he would have just told me, hey, I have this stuff that's made here in Austin, and it's all, you know, chicken, that's all he had to say, but I didn't know until I got home and I started looking to see where it was manufactured. You know, it's manufactured here at home. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm going to have to check that out. Yes, sir. Nulu. Yeah, they should have it at PetSmart where you live. PetSmart. That shit's made here in Austin, bro. That's crazy. I used to think Austin was like, um, you know, it's okay, but now it's like, like Austin is like trying to become like New York, like the place to be and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Oh, hell yeah. I love Austin. 
Yeah, Austin's cool, bro. I'm so glad to be back home, you know? Hell yeah, man. I love Austin. Um, These German Shepherds, they try to chop you down like a tree. What the fuck? Like, they they go for your ankles, your knees, your... They, like I said, they try to bring you down. And then once you're on the ground, they fucking go at your arms or whatever, you know? Yeah. And by then, you're just like, damn, get off me, get off me. So all they can do is just get rip up your arms. Fuck. But no, shit. like I said, they hack you down like a tree. Malia. They bring you down at the knees, legs, and then after that, they just go at your arms or whatever. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy shit, man. Yeah. Crazy fucking shit. Um... Man, what a fucking week, man. It's good to be back here at the Nostalgic Hour, episode 5. Um, next week, we'll be back. It's episode 6. We got Asia on the program. We got Christian back on the program. We'll do a little bit of a Q&A session. Um, Chris, man, you know, people love you out here, man. So thank you so much for being part of the show today and next week and in the future going on. It's going to be live. It's going to be bumping crazy. And uh, I'm excited, man. So... Thank you all for downloading this episode of the Nostalgic Hour, episode motherfucking five. And uh, I hope you have a great week for me and Christian. Hope you have a great yeah. week. God bless. Always. Later. This portion of the Nostalgic Hour is brought to you by Willful Concepts. A brilliant idea for you in mind. Have a great week, bitches.